It's time to raise the roof for our latest regular season podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to this latest episode of Raise the Roof. It is Masters Week. Uh, it is also the week that the Razor stole the only unbeaten team left in baseball because they decided to win since we tried to record our last podcast. Uh, they just keep winning. They're 6-0. and They've swept the first two series of the season. We did. So this is going to be a very, very interesting podcast because we did talk about the first series of the year against the Tigers. We already discussed all that stuff. So this is going to be more focusing on, at least in this, the thing that you're hearing right now is going to be more focused on the national series. So we did talk about the first two games, but we're going to encapsulate everything with the series finale and all of that stuff. Because as we said before, the Rays just seem to somehow find ways to become memes and create like really, really viral content every time they step on a field these days. Uh, so once again, that happened in the series finale where they won seven, two, am I getting that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just, I just wanted to make sure because it's been a very, very tumultuous last two days for me. Uh, but yeah, the Rays are six and O it is a good time to be alive. It's a good time to be a Rays fan. It's a bad time to be people who crap on the truck for no reason. I won't name names, but you know who you're talking or, or you know um, who you are, random Red Sox person. So just wanted to shout that out. Um, also, the um, the hunger epidemic among the children in Boston just seems to be getting worse day by day. So, well, I mean, when, you're, when, when your team stinks, just attack other people, other teams. Yeah. Stadium. Also, also, why do the kids eat? Hey, we know, beat the Tigers today. Give us a break. Also, where where do the kids eat free? I have like I don't. I don't know, but they haven't been eating free recently. <laughs> it's such a it's such a weird promotion. Like, who the hell feeds? Like, where does that food come from? I don't know, man. But the kids don't get fed no more. It's a, the, the epidemic of the uh, uh, from uh, Randy Red Sox himself. <laughs> the hunger epidemic among it's okay. the children of Boston is bad. Sox, Sox fans are just still upset about Xander. It's all right. That's true. I mean, Xander. I, mean, I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't know what he's really done since. He's been in San Diego, but I do know that speaking of Randy, because you can be mentioned Randy, Randy Rosarena just seems to once again be like a, just a walking meme this year. seems like every game it's been some sort of pose he's done or some play he's made, and he makes a diving catch and then immediately does this in front of the fans. Of the I bet our first loss, whenever our first loss comes, uh, the other team's going to do it. They They have to. Uh, I'm fine with that. Point. Also, also yeah, exactly. Uh, I feel like uh, I feel like the, the the league is noticing, so they're like, "All right, like I'm I'm gonna start doing this shit if we if we see him." Also, kind of unrelated, but what what I said, Xander's batting 409, three home runs already, and seven RBIs. So yeah, he's doing pretty well. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> whoops! <laughs> oh no, <laughs> I didn't realize he was that good. Like I knew he hit a home run, and like I hadn't heard anything from him. And, and, the only thing I hear is like Tatis is hitting home runs in AAA because you know those those uh, El Paso Chihuahuas fans are just going ape right now, ape shit crazy for for our boy Fernando Tatis Jr. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Randy just seems to be going off. The Rays as a team seem to be going off. If I'm not mistaken, Wander hit a home run on uh, in the series finale. That was his second of yep. the year. Um, Shane had a more rocky start, but like a rocky start for him was still a good start 
I know that he walked four guys, but he definitely, I mean, he was able to make his way through and still throw six innings. It kind of reminded me of like a Blake Snell kind of outing. Like, I think he gave up five hits, four walks, like that. And he did limit the damage. He only gave up two and he got through six, which for your ace, I'd like for him to get through maybe seven, um, especially against a Nats offense, who's not like that bad, but still they're not a great offense. They are not. Um, I it, can confirm from McClanahan. It, it was, yeah, five hits, four walks, two earned. It did. It's. It just seemed like one of those snell starts. Just four walks is very uncharacteristic of McClanahan. Um, I mean, getting out of that base loaded jam, and I think the fourth inning was huge. Yeah, that was hype. That was. Hype. That I mean, I was watching. That was massive. That probably was the game right there, honestly. Um, but I mean, still, still. In terms of the box score, not a bad game. He just didn't have his his best stuff, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the Rays as a team, 11 hits. Walls is currently batting 313. Jose Series batting 333. Uh, Randy no, batting the on-bases, the on-bases are crazy. Dondi's batting 333. Walls was helped by that, uh, that gift of a double yesterday, too, though, but... We will take the one that got lost in I th- whoever the center fielders. Um, yeah, the sun was in his eyes, so he lost it. But hey, we'll we take know, it. Here. I, and I know Manny's going to pick up, but yeah, Victor Robles. Right. I'd say the yeah, only but- complaint, my only complaint about the team right now is like just like the kind of like the final three spots in our lineup. Like our catchers aren't doing too well, which is like wow, you know, wow. Oh, like like if this is why I'm complaining about we're we're pretty good or low. Um, Marco has been pretty low. Harold Ramirez, all, other than the Jack uh, yesterday, been pretty. Uh, I can't believe that ball got out. Yeah, I couldn't uh, off the bat. Of that's like, like a classic that. race home run. Him and Siri had very similar home runs to that, where like it just barely got out, and like that would be the only way that it would go out. <laughs> so like I'll take it. Yeah, the home runs have not been other than Josh Lowe's nuke two nights ago. The home runs, I mean, Yandy hit his like four fourteen, but it was on a line. So, but who cares? As long as it goes out, it goes out. Yeah, according to Ray's beat writer Adam Berry, who we did have on a podcast, and hopefully I can reach out to him. We can reach out to him again and back on. Um, but he said so. This is uh, they've won all six games by at least four runs. The longest such streak to begin the season uh, in in the modern era and the longest in MLB history, according to OptiStats, since the 1884 St. Louis Maroons season opening 13 game winning uh, 13 game streak. I don't know if that's winning streak or whatever it is. Uh, that's crazy. So, yes, we're basically as we are the best touch kick. I mean, it, it, just it like is those cool. 1884 boys. We're just like them. We're just like those 1884 boys. Tell you what. Best team I ever seen. That <laughs> sounds more like the 20s than it does the 1880s. Yeah, I, I don't know. How do you even speak back then? They didn't even have fucking light bulbs or anything. I don't know. It was probably electricity. Oh, no. It was like after Civil War. So, yeah. They definitely had definitely- electricity. Yeah, <laughs> it was twenty years after the Civil War, Gibby. Yeah, that, that's a little bit industrial. Yeah, I mean, hey, I they don't I really have radio cool. though, so you know. That is true. They, uh, but apparently, word got out about the St. Louis Maroons, and they were quite the team back in the day. 
on the telegraph, you know, the old. Yes. And now the Rays are doing that in the era of social media and everything else. So it's even, it's even better because I, I, podcast I, I, I mean, then we're not as good. Tell you what. No, no, I can confirm they were not as exciting because there was no Rays related podcast going on in 1884, which is a very, very unfortunate. Those things should have been happening a while ago. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so now the Rays are six and zero, which is still, it's it's one of those things where it's like we don't want to try to get too high on everything, not because of the caliber of opponents that they played. It's more of just because we know that they're gonna have to lose at some point. Like literally, no team has ever gone one sixty two and zero or even come remotely close to that. So a loss is incoming at some point, and we have to prepare ourselves for that. We already know it's coming, but I mean, this starts pretty fun. Yeah. I just don't want it to be against the A's, really. Honestly, that'd be a lame way for it to end. So, you know, we we can just it's it. You know, it's maybe it. I sweep mean, again, maybe. I mean, the next two Please. series are we got the A's for a three gamer, and then the and Boston for a four gamer, all at home. You no, know, I, I wouldn't mind losing one game to Boston. You know, it might happen. Um, and we have what do we have? We have uh, the Rays have. So that is the start of what looks to be 13 straight games and then they have another off day and then we got 21 through 30 so that's like 10 straight games right yeah. there all i'm gonna do- say is an- another sweep would be cool it'd be cool it'd i would be, be cool. down for that i mean previewing the upcoming series against the rays or sorry with the rays against the athletics we have zach eflin on the mound on Friday, we have Jeffrey Springs on Saturday and Drew Rasmussen on Sunday. As for the athletics, let's let's try to get through this. And is Waldachuk is the last name? I forget the first name. Um, I know they have uh, Fujinami, who is the I believe he's the Japanese guy um, who the A's have in the rotation. Uh, he will be he's he did not have that great of a start against the uh, against the Angels. Uh, in his major league debut, and then was it James Caprellian? Did I get that correct? I, I don't keep up on the A's, as you would probably expect, considering the fact that they're really not that good. No offense to A's fans, I'm sure that you guys are suffering. God bless, God bless. We know the struggle, guys. It's okay. Yes, you and I. Yes, yep. but we're breth- we're brethren. If there any, if there's any team that empathizes with you guys, it's us. So that is true. That is like, true. Listen, but we I will... don't want to do it, but we're gonna do it. All right. I, I will say, though, there was that stupid, like, MLB Cathedrals thing about, like, the worst ballpark in baseball history, which somehow I'm pretty sure the Trop won it, which is stupid because there are there are stadiums that existed way before like, the come Trop. come on, bro. Um, there were stadiums where, like, every game, like, sewage would overflow and also, like, disgusting uh, stuff would happen. The Trop is not that bad. You're all Polo Grounds? I know it's a historical stadium, but like Polo Grounds is like the worst dimensional Two, stadium 250 ever. 250 to the left like, field. <laughs> Imagine that what? in today's game, bro. That, what what was like the Seattle Pilots' first stadium was like uh, they didn't have like the proper restrooms installed, so that was a nightmare. Yeah, like there's all that shit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Quite, quite, quite literal. And that's yeah, the, the, yeah, the Trump's not that great, but like, come on. That's Come on, bro. I will say though, I'm pretty sure Oakland also got to the final. The only thing that Oakland has over the trough is that one guy who got head in the upper deck. That is the only oh, thing yeah, that Oakland no. has yeah, over the trough. 
You're right. (laughs) You know what? I mean, all right, give me that. Dude, the third deck's closed. It's impossible. It's impossible, man. This is why if I go up there, I'm on national TV right away. It's just, it's just me up there. This is why the trout needs to go up to the third deck, only because we can make this happen. That that's incredible though, and then I'm pretty sure like the next day didn't like the Oakland security, uh, get like have to station people up in the upper deck just to pre- prevent something like no, that. No, no more, was... no more. We're saying no more. This you know, policy. honestly, shout Stadium out, shout, now. shout out to that one guy. You know, you know, he's he he's lifted the status of the Oakland. Yeah, policy. shout, so shout, shout out to out Oakland to you, for having a bunch of seating open like that. You know, it's pretty cool. <laughs> Like Stu Sternberg would never, man. <laughs> He's smart. He's like, you know what? These people are gonna uh, do. You know what? I would have to hire more employees to open that. The, the, these kids are gonna be are, are gonna be raunchy. So like, we gotta we gotta reel them in before they before it gets worse. So I, you know what? Yeah, I think I think our logic was defeated. I guess we are. We do have the worst stadium. <laughs> Damn it! Damn. <laughs> guys, we were so close. We're so close. To where the Raiders speaking, used to play. Speaking of the trop, um, just because I wanted to segue into talking about the uh, the weekend series, there is an excess of ten dollar tickets that are available. Uh, so if you guys haven't gotten yours, there is an excess of ten dollar tickets available. Up, it it should should still be up in the party deck in the three hundred level, quote unquote, above the outfield seating. And then you also have all of the seats that are basically like in the corner around where the bullpens are. Uh, there's an excess of $10 tickets, so make sure to take advantage of those. And if yeah, I'm not baby. mistaken, I, I don't know if it's just on Friday, but they have, what is it, six buck, uh, $6 Budweiser, $6 Bud Lights um, uh. available. So, like, I mean, for ballpark prices, that's pretty good. I don't know what size um, cans they are, but, I mean. It's like, it's like a little, it's like a draft, I think. I mean, that's still good. Oh, you know, they again, might do, they might be doing the cans, too, for six bucks. I would hope so. I mean, it's the same thing as the, uh, the the ballpark and rec thing. Like, get there early because the Rays do have deals, um, and you guys can take advantage of those. But definitely this weekend, uh, go to the game. There's a yeah, lot of ten. I mean, ten ten dollar tickets for a Rays game for a baseball game in general. I mean, in this economy, are you kidding me? Yeah, for I'm an still un- un- for an undefeated team. Yeah, for if yeah, for for an unbeaten team. Uh, I mean, the the greatest since 1884. Can you believe it? The greatest since eight Folks, damn straight. Yeah, I've never so seen a team a, like that 1884 team. Let me tell you. No, no, that 1884 team is is too good for the Rays. But uh, the Rays are still making history. And I will say this series against Washington, it's it was a funny series because I think us as Rays fans going into it, we were very very skeptical because the Rays have really really like weird mojo and juju when it comes to playing in Washington. Like, for some reason, the Rays just have bad luck playing against the Nats. And even though they were bad, it was one of those things where good teams can still lose to bad teams. Like, it's not like this is some sort of anomaly where just because you're good means that you can beat anyone that that you want. Like, I think a lot of us thought going into that series that it was going to be a series loss and it turned out to be a sweep. So I think that was a pleasant surprise, no? What, the Nats series? Yes, uh, I, I mean, I for one did not think it would be a series loss. I thought maybe we'd have a loss. We, I don't it's, it's it's hard to sweep anybody. I think. Yeah, like, I, yeah, that's why I said. 
it's hard to sweep anybody. Um, I mean, especially on the road. But yeah, I, I mean, we took care of business, which is what matters the most. Even winning two out of three would have been good, um, depending on how you lose that the the one game. Um, if it's like a blown save or whatnot, that's when it's like, all right, that's that sucks. But you, sometimes you just have that game where you just lose by three or four runs, and that's gonna. I mean, it's gonna happen multiple times. But luckily, it didn't happen in the nation's capital this week. No, and the Rays, and and uh, this is going to be something that we're going to splice together, but uh, the middle game of the series where the Rays didn't look like they had a chance at all, they looked dead in the water, and they were able to score five in the ninth inning thanks to a couple home runs from Luke Rayleigh and Josh Lowe and um, Yandy, as we talked about earlier, uh, that jump-started them, and they won 10-6 in that game. So uh, the Rays are finding ways to I, – I understand the – idea of like yeah they're winning by a lot of runs but it's more of the idea that they're winning in a number of different ways and that's something that that we talked about yeah uh, earlier this week i feel like uh you know with shane going out there having like a shaky start for him which is only two runs which is freaking amazing by the way um him having that that kind of start you know last season he'd be like ah man i didn't really get my team a good chance to win because maybe it's like two zero two zero or something but in this case you know uh he has a little bit more offensive reliance um and i feel like he felt that in his first at, uh go at go at it uh on opening day so he went out there same attitude you know uh got into some trouble got out of it um left with two runs on him and you know the offense took care of the rest, and and the bullpen took care of the rest. Colin Poche getting bailed out again. What's yes, new? Yeah, what's new? It's yes. amazing. I mean, it's Margot a savior. Uh, That's the second time this year in six games that Manny Margot has somehow found a way to make a diving catch while Colin Poche was on the mount to end a threat. Uh, like the exact same catch too. It was <laughs> yeah, same ball. It's kind of amazing. Baseball other, is poetry. Honestly. The other one was definitely in a more like I mean I think we were we were up like four one and it would have probably scored two. So this one definitely like lesser I guess pressure, lesser importance, but still yeah. Points. But still, it's about it's about the principle though. It's about the principle and how Poche just always needs to get bailed out. But whatever. <laughs> hey, they found a way to do it. It's just like I I, I don't know this team. And I, I also will say um, from covering some, and, and this is more of an obvious statement, but, um, you know, in, in talking with some kids that I've covered so far when I've been doing high school sports, like I've at, you know, and the same thing with college. If you have a lead, when you go on the mound, you feel a lot more comfortable because you don't like, you know, if it's a tied game or if it's a game where you're losing, there's a lot more pressure on you to deliver. Yeah. And if you make one small mistake, then that small mistake can snowball and turn into a really, really bad outing. If you have a lead and you make a small mistake like that, that might not come back to haunt you because you have some cushion. Yeah. And usually when you're on the mound, you feel a lot more comfortable and you feel a lot looser uh, when you have a lead. And, um, you know, that 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 pays dividends. I feel like and the Rays in a lot of situations last year were in really, really tight games. And, you know, the margin of error was slim. Yeah, and look at the Nat series. We scored in we scored multiple runs in the first inning in both of the first two games, and then we scored a run in the second inning in the third game. So that early scoring obviously helps. And 
I feel like definitely correlates to wins. So, yeah, I'm definitely a fan of it. I like the fact that I I don't know really what I would say would be like the catalyst for what's going well with the offense. I don't want to say that it's the pitching that they've faced because again, the race had this sort of issue against bad pitching. Last yeah. Year. Well, wasn't and, just like I the mean, best that's pitches in baseball. The, the Rays always—I feel like that—that's always the thing the Rays do is that we make good, we make bad pitchers look good. Like that's that happens all the time. Where like some, either some guy will come make his first start, or a dude who's struggling, like Corbin. Like uh, Corbin would be like a perfect example of that—a dude who hasn't had his good has had his best stuff in the last year. Yeah, and we come in there, then he looks like a, the then he looks like a Cy Young candidate. Like we have definitely been known to do that. And it's nice to finally take advantage of some inferior pitching because we, I mean, the offense is good. Like we have good players and it's nice that they're showing that. Yeah. Gibby, do you, I mean, what do you think is really the catalyst of the offense right now? If you had a pinpoint. Uh, we're just putting together like good at bats. Everyone is getting on base. Like water is getting on base. Like sometimes four out of four at bats, sometimes three out of four at bats. I mean, it's just insane that we we just keep up the pressure every inning. I mean, I feel like there's at least a guy on base every inning. Um, it's not like before where we're just like swinging and missing, nothing's really going. And you really, a lot of fans, a lot of the casual fans probably wouldn't expect that from like a lineup that didn't change much from last season. But you give these guys that aren't injured anymore. Um, you take a lot of pressure off of certain guys because it's like, oh, I don't have to like immediately perform, you know, to to save the team. You know, there's some cushion here, like um, Yandi did had like like Yandi had to do last year. Yeah, exactly. And he's and he's flourishing because everyone else is doing good, so they can't really pitch around Yandi anymore. That's how they they always did it. They would just walk him, and then you know, three outs later, um, it doesn't really matter. But now there's there's more steals. There's more opportunities in the game. Uh, I think the Rays have really just benefited from these rules, honestly. Maybe they haven't benefited as much offensively, but, you know, we've already seen some uh, plays where it looks like it's just the normal shift from last year, but it's just Brandon Lau moving over five feet to the left <laughs> uh, to, to catch, to get in the middle uh when when the ball is pitched so you know uh there's some like defensive takeaways that have definitely happened this season where it's like double plays that we didn't get or like oh that should could have been a shift out you know last season but i mean the offense i feel like has just flourished because of these rule changes and because of health and finally a bunch of guys putting it all together you know in their second season like their first like real major league camp uh like firmly in the major league you know they're not really worried about their roster spot all too much you know other than luke Rayleigh really fighting for that and i mean he's really performing right now he's got like a 308 average he's crazy uh i hope he just keeps that up and you know i hope a lot of our guys who are kind of struggling right now i would say manuel margot you know he's gonna he's gonna come back so uh I'm excited for him to come back. I'm excited for uh some pitchers to th- accidentally throw Christian Bethencourt a high fastball and he just destroys it. 
Um, I'm waiting for it. Uh, I, I do. Happen. Well, I did uh, want to say, I do wonder how much of a culture shift there was in the clubhouse because this team was coming off of a season where. Oh, yeah. And Jose series of firecracker. That's the other thing I'll say. That I is mean, true. But I mean, they came off a season where they won 86 games and looked atrocious in the playoffs. So I, I really do wonder what happened in the interim um, over the last few months uh, that allowed them because it just it just seems like they're playing loose. They're having fun. They're playing for each other. And again, this is a very, very small sample size, but it just looks like things are drastically different already from where they were last year. And I feel like they, I think, yeah, yeah, you go ahead. I, th- I think another thing that, like, I mean, weirdly enough, another catalyst to helping the offense, it's kind of backwards, but I do think the pitching helps. I think, I mean, through this first six games, I think we've had like, I think we've had five quality starts. The only the bad start was Fleming. Was Fleming, <laughs> which shocker. But, um, I mean, I do, I think, I think the good pitching, it really does take off that pressure of, having to do a ton at the plate because if you go up and you're down four zero already, the offense like, well, well, it feels like every at bat means something going forward. So it's like when you're, when it's constantly zero, zero, one, zero, you're up. It's like, all right, we're, we can play loose. There's not as much pressure at the plate and they can kind of, they can, they, they've been able to control the games exactly how they've wanted to so far this year. So that is, I mean, in baseball, I mean, in any sport, but, that's absolutely massive is just being able to play the game you want to play and forcing the other team to play that game too. That's, that's how you win baseball games. So, or I mean, that's yeah. how you win any type of sporting game is by doing that. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like the, the hitting this year, they really like strapped themselves to having a duty to the pitching staff because they're like, all right, this is like the best pitching. One of the best pitching staffs we've had because Rasmussen's healthy Springs is healthy. Uh, the, those are two guys we just found, and they went a whole season pitching uh, very good. And I mean, Shane McClanahan's a proven stud. You have Glass now coming back soon. Uh, so other, you know, there's so many other pieces. There's like three other starters we could have potentially coming up soon. Um, it's just like I feel like they had, they felt like they had a duty to like really like outperform like really overperform and i mean i feel like they've been putting a cushion for the they've been taking a lot of pressure off the pitching and the pitching's been taking a lot of pressure off the offense so it just really flourishes like with these like randy rosetta reina bunted the other day and it was like and kevin cash didn't like it that much but you know he got on base and it, uh he moved the runner you know it's just and, those those type of situations. We're just playing good baseball. I feel like, and I think it. I think having good pitching and then ruining those starts based because of bad offense. I think that like that has to motivate the offense a little bit too. It's like, all right, these pitchers are giving it their they're working their ass off on the mound, and we're ruining it. Like, I mean, I remember last year. I think I forget what month it was, but I think it was June or July. I think the Rays pitching staff as a whole had like the lowest. I think they had the lowest ERA in all of baseball. And I think we went like 14 and 15, which is pretty pathetic. If like little run support, you what it does. the best pitching staff in all of baseball. Exactly. You have the best pitching staff in all of baseball for a month and you go under 500. Like that's, that's unacceptable. And I think getting embarrassed on national TV in the playoffs, I think that also is a nice, is a big motivator too. Yeah, we like, got locked off right, by SpongeBob. 
<laughs> like, we can't do that again. We can't do that again. This cannot happen. This cannot happen. The Rays franchise two years in a row. Two years. I think that is the most. That is our season ended on a walk off. Like, come yeah, on. Yeah, it's not. Uh, that's not something that I want to do. But what I do want to do because we haven't done this in a while because we don't. We don't like. Uh, I feel like at this point, trying to do keys to the series is just going to become a redundant thing. So let's just skip that for now and let's just go to our pick a player. Uh, who do you guys have for this A series coming up that? You want to see do well, continue what they're doing, uh, have a breakout game that maybe has another no, like, breakout game in a few games. Lau, I'm picking Lau. I'm picking Lau. Okay, ah. okay. Evan, Evan's picking Lau. Lau's hitting his home. You got to pick someone else, Alex. His first no, time is coming this weekend. <laughs> no, I don't. Okay, I'm going to pick Luke Rayleigh because I need some more nukes. Like, I just want this guy to come alive. You know, if we have a guy, if we have like a rookie like that again who's like, it's almost a signal if we have a rookie or like a young player who's kind of like almost in a home run chase. I feel like he could be that guy who could be like, uh, you know, he could prove it this series if he hits a few more. You know, uh, he'll we'll have to see how he does against uh, big point pitching, but uh, you know, to have a guy and maybe just early in the season being the chase, it would be cool. You know. I completely you know, agree. He, he hits a few more. Even Jose uh, Siri, even though he doesn't have quite the power uh Nuke really Jose has. Siri showing he's been a getting lot those he's been showing a lot of power though, you know. He's been he's been flexing it on the wrist. He's, he's got ice stuck. in his veins. Uh Gibby, go what you want. Uh I am going with Bilal because I need that home run at some point in time. I'm also gonna go with Kevin Kelly because I yeah, am yeah, that's I by what he's done week. so far. Yes, I'm I'm encouraged by what he's done so far. So I'm hoping for the best for him uh, moving I'm forward. I'm gonna pick Springs as my pitcher. Springs. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Evan, do you have a pitcher? Do you want to pick a pitcher? I'm picking Poche. That's my guy. I'm <laughs> <laughs> ride or die. Let's go. Um, dude, the leash is off, bro. Dude, zero I like ERA, it. zero ERA, baby. I love I'm, this I'm, ready. Let's go. He's given I'm, Manny so many highlight reel catches. Oh man. I might, I'm, 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 I might just, I might just, I might just pick him every day, every time until his leash is completely. Oh, is he a new Lau? Thoroughly cut. No, I, I, no, I don't ever, I don't really ever pick Lau, but he's so due for a home run. Yeah, because um, you always fucking uh, pick him, Alex. God. Yeah, that's that, the yeah. point. That's. That well, is, we, that we, is we, we like we like to diversify here yeah. on this podcast. Oh, so diversify gotta, our bonds here at Raise the Roof. You got to you got to diversify the players. So yeah, yeah. At least we it, do. I mean, you can't have chalk every time. So yeah. No, well, that's fine. I always pick chalk. That's fine. Hi everyone, Alex here with a quick word from our newest sponsor, SeatGeek. SeatGeek is your one-stop shop for tickets for everything from live theater and concerts to sporting events like Rays games. Seeky uses a color-coded scale to show you where the best deals are, with green being good and red being bad. If you haven't used Seeky before, we have a special deal just for you. Use code RAISETHEROOF, that's RAISE spelled R-A-Y-S, at checkout for $20 off your first purchase with Seeky. Again, that's code RAISETHEROOF for $20 off your first Seeky purchase. Thanks so much to Seeky for sponsoring us, and let's get back to this latest episode of Raise the Roof. And we're back on this latest episode of Raise the Roof. Yeah, I was going to say, if you guys saw tonight's game, the Rays didn't have the best start from Josh Josh Fleming, uh, creating chaos throughout Twitter, as you would expect, because of the ongoing struggles that were going to happen, regardless of who was going to take that fifth starter spot. 
there was going to be some sort of issue. It just Fleming was the guy. And now considering what's happened the last few years, uh, this doesn't really make anything better for him. And then the Rays somehow put up five in the ninth inning, one ten five, sorry, ten six against the Nationals, clinch a series win in DC. I uh, I don't know what's going on right now because like Luke Rayleigh has three home runs and Josh Lowe hit a bomb into the second deck in left field. And yeah, Fleming got extremely lucky tonight. He he <laughs> he got bailed. Yeah, it's saved his he ass. Got bailed by Luke Rayleigh. He should he should buy Luke Rayleigh a nice steak dinner or something because he did get he got bailed out. Because if he if they don't win that game, he he's getting criticized a lot on Twitter. He probably yeah. already did. I didn't see any tweets, but he probably already did. But if we lose oh, no, that he game, did. we he gets that even worse than he did tonight. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think the story, the story of the series really is people getting, uh, we're we're just getting bailed out. You know, not that we weren't really good, but or like certain people were getting bailed out, right? Like Colin Boucher, oh, he was so close to breaking the leash <laughs> for Evan. We were talking about it last week how uh, Evan has a very short leash for Colin Boucher, and he almost blew it. He almost blew it. Uh, Margo saved his ass, so so that was another bailout that happened. Uh, you are you are week. damn right. You are. But, <laughs> but other than that, like, oh my god, this team's been like, it's like everything we wanted, and there's still no, but there's no glass now. Like this, this is the team without glass now, and like without. Yeah, and, and Jose Siri coming out of fucking well, that was not really coming out of nowhere. He was hot all. Of, all of the second half of last season on this, or like really the second half of the second half of last season. So the quarter half of the last season, he was very high. He's awesome. He's um, awesome. He, he's awesome. I, I mean, I miss, I still miss Kevin Kiermaier, but you know, he's fast. Series, def- yeah. Yeah. He's got that, so. he's got that swagger. Like he's got he's that just that guy that, that El like, Rayo. I, I, I just love, I love that El Rayo. Did. Him and Randy have that like swagger that like small market teams like the Rays need because that will exactly help, that'll help boost them into the national media. Like, I mean, they don't they won't do anything stupid. Like they they, they sure they've got like a little bit of a hothead, but they won't do anything like over the top stupid. But what they do in terms of like their celebrations and then and just their like attitude on the field will yeah. bring a lot of good publicity to this Rays team because they are very fun to watch. I know that. Yeah. Well, apparently his attitude was something that that uh, the Houston fans didn't like much about him, but I feel like that's something we embrace about him. You and know? that's I also like that's also rich. He's, he's just a baller. He's just a baller. Just let him be a baller, man. Jose Siri. I mean, Nuke Rayleigh. Oh my God. Wander Franco. Literally, like getting like on base like every time he's at bat, except like one of the games where he was like didn't do anything. Yandy Diaz with some power, baby. Oh my Yandy, god! I feel like Yandy. in the first half of the of the last season, he only had like four home runs, and now in these first few games, he has like two. So, I mean, it's pretty awesome. I mean, everything is what we wanted. Like we've always wanted offense, and this is like the only time where we've ever like positively we don't, come out about we don't how, how good the offense. Offense. Yeah, we don't know how to react to this. This is so weird for us. This is so alien. <laughs> I mean, I, I want to know. With all the other feeded team, it's crazy. We had no business winning that game tonight. I wonder how exactly. many games. I want to know how many games we've won, that in which we've given up fifteen or more hits to the other team. I guarantee you, that's like two percent. 
Also, the Nats they had six. They had sixteen six runs on fifteen hits is kind of sad. Like yeah. yeah, like they had sixteen hits. They, we had no business winning that game. Did did now I forget? Uh, I was watching the game, but I forget. Did Rayleigh hit his on the first pitch of the AB? Because it seemed like he hit it really early on in the AB. It but was he came up and then just demolished one, and I was like, "There's no way." Yeah, what? Well, yeah, it was. I thought it was gonna be foul, but yeah, it was first pitch. Yeah, and then and then Low puts together a really good AB or a, a couple good pitches, and then just cranks one into the second deck, which is incredibly impressive. I mean, the you know, there's still growing pains to some extent, but I mean, this has just been a really, really, really impressive uh, start to the season for this team that I don't really know if people uh, expected at this point. I mean, again, this is a very, very small sample size that it's only five games, but the and, fact and the teams and the teams aren't the you the, know the schedule yeah. is is very favorable, but it's still that. it's still unbelievable. I mean, and the Tigers. I mean, not unbelievable. The Tigers have won two, their first two games in Houston. So, exactly. I mean, it it is a very small sample size, but it is very very promising considering. Not it, it's not more so considered. It, it's considering that our young hitters are able to produce like the, they are so far. Like Luke Rayleigh, Josh Lowe. I mean Siri, yeah. Siri too. Like it's just those guys were guys that I think we maybe relied on a little bit too much last year and they didn't yeah produce. and it's it's scary if they're able to produce that that this year the whole exactly thing. last year really prepared us for this i mean all all of the all of the turmoil of last season and all, all of like the, the strife of it of it all even though we were still in playoffs basically the whole time um it was still still a lot, just getting all the injuries. But it dug it dug it allowed us to dug dig dig deep into our our roster and find a bunch of guys that that are just major league ready. And I mean, they really proved they really proved me this season. I mean, but yeah, yeah, now he had that go ahead home run. I mean, that 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 whole inning was just incredible. That that ninth inning. So should we talk about the Tiger series first, since we haven't talked about yeah. That? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I think the things to focus on, so other than the offense, which the offense in that Tiger series was really good in the last game, and the first two games where I know the first game, they, they really didn't need a lot. The second game, they got a little bit more. than, than the, no, third the, really the second good. game is when we went off, I think. Oh, the second game, and then the yeah. third game was the, what was it, like 6-2? 5-1, yeah. 5-1, yeah. 5-1. Um, yeah, so... I, I think the story of that series was more the pitching and, and early on, other than take away the Fleming start, but you know, the, the, the storyline early on for the Rays this year has been pitching and I don't, I'm not one who tries to take into account all this garbage of people putting together preseason rankings here and there of saying, you know, this rotation is better than this rotation and this team is better than this team. I think that's all hogwash until you actually get on the field um, I mean, and I look understand at, why people do it, but I mean, the Rays' rotation early on has shown why they're as good as we've pan, you know, like built them up to be. Like, you know, this is no fluke. This is a really, really, really good rotation of deep. I mean, look at look at UConn. They weren't ranked preseason. Like preseason rankings are the dumbest thing ever, and I completely agree. It's UConn was not ranked preseason, and they won the whole thing last year. And 
Shout, shout out to UConn, by the way. Shout out to I put on Twitter. Roberto Hernandez is the only guy I found who has a Rays connection, and he was there for one year at UConn and was a catcher uh, before he wow. became a pitcher and is now a Rays legend because he pitched with them. Uh, was was there in the inaugural season? So shout out to you, Roberto Hernandez. But yeah, I agree. Preseason rankings don't mean anything. Um, it is weird, like like that one MLB graphic that they didn't have the Rays in the top ten of pitching rotations was. Yeah, I don't know ridiculous what, what they were thinking. But once again, we have. I'm glad it doesn't matter. They do not matter at all. So, whatever. I, it's like I don't even know what these guys are thinking. Are like, how do they not put us in the top? We have with like four guys who are below three ERA, three ERA at like. Most most of the time during and, the season, and like, look at look at the look at Rays fans' reactions. That 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 is like the perfect picture of how good our rotation is. Is that we're so upset that our fifth guy is not good? It's like, yeah, that, exactly. And then that, we have like three like, others that can replace. It's like that's how it is. That ha- that's how it should be. Your fifth guy is like usually not good. It's you. That's why he's your fifth guy. That's why he's your last starting starting pitcher. Is because they're typically not a good pitcher. Or maybe they're not as good as obviously the other guys are, and I think that says a lot. It's like, wow, it might. It kind of sounds a little bit entitled, just because it's like, oh well, what the hell? Like, why is he not performing as well as he should be? It's like maybe that's just how fit pitchers are. I mean, we are, and I'm guilty. I am guilty of that. I call. I I totally am guilty of that too. But we are incredibly lucky to have the amount of quality starters that the Rays have and considering that I mean if you look and at it's been built up it's been built up yeah. over the seasons. Shane is Shane was someone that I think everyone thought was going to be at that point and he's definitely done that uh Drew and Springs were both long relievers and or relievers coming in from getting traded and they've both been built up to starter roles which they either wanted to do at some point or did at some point and then got relegated back to that long reliever, just, you know, reliever role. And then Eflin is a person who the Phillies didn't utilize and um, you utilize correctly and get the most out of him because a, you know, it is worth to worth mentioning that he is injury prone. Um, He's gotten injured, uh, uh, the the last few years, and he hasn't had that longevity that I think a lot of people have wanted. I also will say that I think that the Rays' development of pitching is much better than the Phillies. So I think that he is going to have a much longer season on the mound and will be used more uh, than I think maybe he was used before. But, I mean, still um, – you know, with that, I mean, I, I may, maybe that's the reason why people discounted them is because of the fact that they're, you know, they took a flyer on Eflin and I know they spent good money on him, but they took a flyer on him because of what he had done previously and had glimpses of success. And uh, the fact that both Springs and Rasmussen really haven't like fully panned out, panned out yet to that point, even though that they've both been really, really consistent and really good since they've joined. But I mean, all all four of these teams. I'm sorry, all all four of these all player pitchers are incredible. Yeah, I mean, and then there's still no, and then the fifth is going to be class now, possibly. Yeah, and that, that's ca- that's saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's literally bonkers to think about. Like, I, it, it, there's something to say that the Rays just know more than other teams because I mean. 
to put like a relief pitcher in that kind of situation, to like give them a chance. A lot, a lot of, a lot of the uh, other teams, they just do the farm route or they grow their pitchers or they trade for uh, starting pitchers, but a starting pitcher or spend a lot uh, of money on all of MLB. Yeah. Uh, or you can just go to these guys who are relief pitchers who are hungry to get to that starter role um, and give them a chance to be a sub three starting pitch, sub three ERA starting pitcher. I mean, they had to take, they had to take Rasmussen out of the game. He was doing <laughs> like, like they're like, all right, it's too early in the season. We can't let you get this no hitter right now. <laughs> or no, like, that was spring. whatever he was. Spring said the no hitter. Oh, spring. Sorry. It was spring. Um, Drew, but yeah, Drew, see, I'm, I mixed them up, even though they, they do the same thing, you know, <laughs> like they're really Drew, good. They're what was really, it? Drew threw six shutout innings yesterday and struck out yeah. like something like that. Yeah. And I, I, get, yeah. I get, I get, I get like, it does stink that they're getting pulled so early, but I get that. I get it. They don't, yeah, want it. honestly, early. and you want your bullpen arms to get some work. Like, they, yeah, they, they I, I want to save these guys. I, I literally want to be like, how the Yankees were all of last season. <laughs> no, not really. Just like coast into the playoffs. That's all I want to do. I don't want to be like aggressive about it. I mean, that's what we did 2020 and 2021. But um, but yeah, I mean, you could see last year, like at the end of the year, Shane was his arm was cooked. Like it, yeah, like he he was toast. Um, and I mean, he pitched really well in that game one against the Guardians, but. I, I completely uh, yeah Springs maybe maybe could have gone one more inning but I get I get why Cash is pulling them out so early just because it's you don't want anything bad to happen you want those bullpen guys especially in games that are kind of like not blowouts but they're not close um you want your bull you you want every single one of your bullpen guys to get work in and to see where they fit in terms of like the course of the game and yeah I I kind of I agree with that. Yeah, the Detroit series was spectacular, though. Spectacular to watch. It was very, very good. I think it's, it's also worth noting because we didn't say it yet. Really, really good attendance over the uh, over the. Oh three hell months. yeah! You know that people are going to be talking shit about oh the Rays. You know attendance is I guess like the capacity of the stadium is smaller than every other stadium in baseball, and we already know that, and we don't really care. The thing that we care about is people showing up to games and caring. Uh, you know about showing up to games, and uh, I think they drew over. I th- what, what was it? Nearly sixty-five thousand fans over the first three games. They averaged over twenty-one thousand a game, uh, which you know doesn't stand out in the greater scheme of things with baseball. But that's a really, really good start to the. It's about it's about the percentage. It's not about the numbers. It's about percentage. And well, it's also. Very... I mean, it's also just about increasing the amount of fans who go to games and and interest overall because i mean this is a team that has been towards the bottom if not in the bottom every year when it comes to attendance so if we can you know if that attendance can go up a, a few thousand this year then that's a really good sign moving forward and, and i hope that people want to go and i hope it's not just cuz of like the 25th anniversary thing which is really cool that they're doing all that and I think there's going to be a lot of really good giveaways, but I also think that this is an exciting team. This is a team that is has guys who, and thank God with the World Baseball Classic, that really helped out in terms of uh, getting you know the camera on stars because now I'm sure more people are going to want to go see Randy because of what yep. he did there. 
uh, and things like that. So I, I just hope that there is more continued and sustained interest in the team. And with that comes more sustained attendance. I'm not talking anything crazy. I just want just more sustained attendance throughout yeah. the year. And I hope that this opening series is a good sign of that. And I mean, I, it sucks. It sucks being, I mean, I live 20 minutes away from Nats Park and unfortunately I am not able to go to any of these games just because I work weird hours, but I, it, like that tonight's game would have been awesome to go to. Um, oh, for yeah, sure. I, yeah. Please people continue going to the games because it's awesome to see a packed Tropicana field. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's, I feel like there's a crowd effect to baseball now. I saw people, Listen, guys, we got to start counting down the pitch clock because I saw some other teams doing it. 100%. And and the Rays need to, like, we need to do something about it. We need to start doing it. We got to get the I saw that happen in a Mariners game. They were, they were, we can, we can either count it down wrong. You can do it wrong. You got to be like 10, 9, 8, when it's actually like 15 seconds. It's got to be like, it's got to be like the shot clock in basketball. Yeah. You're you're counting it like, I saw them doing that at the, or you could just do it straight up and it's still a lot of pressure on, on the person. Or you do like, it's like at five, but you say it's like, oh, you have 10 seconds left. That's what you got to do. Yeah. 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 Take so it easy, man. Ten seconds. What I what I know is that the one time that I saw this and give you this is this is probably what you're referencing, but Cleveland was playing Seattle. I yes. forget what day it was, but it was a close game and James Karinchak came in and I the Mariners fans were really into it and they started like counting down the pitch clock. Uh, as he was getting into his windup and all that stuff. And it kind of rattled him. He did get out of the inning, but I was like, I was in love with it. I I, I understand that that's definitely exactly. so a, much. a basketball concept, but, you know, with this being a thing now and it's going to be a thing forever, I mean, honestly, I am in when it comes to that kind of stuff. I thought that that was really, really cool. Yeah. It, it seemed like I, we were all into it. Like, that's something. 100%. That's how you get fans into the game. That's how that exactly. Like, it's it, it it's it was uh, unintentional, but it works because the fan the fans feel a lot more like special when they're actually involved in the game, and that actually gets them involved in the game, which is yeah, I definitely. Oh, also, the amount of steals there's been there've been this year, it's crazy. Uh, the amount you saw this year, I mean, you saw a lot this game. A lot of double plays didn't go through. That might have been double plays last season, even. Just because of the extra long bases, I mean, we're seeing a lot of changes. With I baseball. mean, we almost had a, we almost had a triple play today. Like, yeah, it might have been because of the long bases or the bigger bases, but yeah, I I, I think that the changes have been welcomed so far. I haven't really like noticed as much when it comes to the uh, what's it called when it comes to the timing aspect of it. Like, I think that it's going to become more apparent as like, I actually go to games and I'm like, wow, this is definitely not going, you know, this is going a lot quicker, but I noticed it during spring. It was crazy. Actually. Yeah. It it hasn't really affected me that much when it comes to this. And if they want to like alter it and change it, I would add on like five seconds. I agree. It's only, it's, it's almost too quick. Like, I mean, I know there's a very fine line between too long and too quick and, but it's, it's, it's almost like, like, I mean, I don't want it to be done in two hours. I want, like, I want to sit down and watch a game and actually enjoy it. And, it. and if it's they, over in two hours, it's like, well, that was 
a little bit too quick. Yeah, if they add it on like three to five seconds, uh, I don't know how. I think it's like it's like fifteen seconds if you're if there's no one on base, twenty seconds if there's someone on base, something like that. Do so like, like twenty yeah. to twenty five. Yeah, so like yeah, like if you add it on like twenty seconds for you know just go up to twenty seconds for not on base and twenty five, I think that that's not. I'm not asking like for a major change, but I think that's a, I think that's a good compromise because the games would still be quicker. Yeah, it would just feel less. I, I think to like like Evan, what you were talking about, it's it seems a little bit rushed at times. Especially yeah, it's like like what you were saying too. Especially if you go to the game, like, I mean. I don't know if this is a ridiculous take, but are tickets going to be cheaper since the games are quicker? It's like, I, sh- I don't think <laughs> no. you should. If you're paying a good amount to go to a game, I feel like you should get your money's worth in terms of the length of the game. But That's true. Yeah, I agree with that. But I mean, that wasn't, you know, that wasn't a thing previously. And there were games that were quicker. It was just there was. Yeah, no- I mean, I went to a sub two hour game last season. Um, yeah, that was, it actually uh, felt great. It was actually the best time of my fucking life, honestly. It's like going. It's like going to a basketball game. Like, yeah, I, that's how I. It was great. I don't know. It's yeah, like I mean, you know, there's 162 of them. You got you don't got to be there long. But I know some people. It's like they might only go once or twice. So you want to? Wanna, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. It's like you, yeah. you only go to a couple games a year. It's like you want to be able to sit down and kind of enjoy it and not it's like oh well that was over in two hours and 20 minutes well that stinks but but i actually it, really like the i really like the pace i feel like it puts more pressure i am just the, the offense and and even the defense at times when they're when they're really loading them up and it's weird, like we got to keep pitching we can't stop really you know I, a weird tangent to that point it's like i wonder what the economies near the baseball stadiums are going to be like at the end of the season, because I feel like people after like a really short game, they'll be like, Oh, let's go to a bar or something like that. Whereas, whereas like if it was, if it was like the old games, Oh, well it's too late. We can't go out. Like I bet, I bet a lot of bars and restaurants are going to get a lot more business because of that. That's, that's actually a really good point. If people are going to use that time that they would use at a game to go elsewhere and hang out around the stadium, because if you, if you go to a night game, I mean, yeah, you got to work, you got to get up early the next day, but you're like, well, I'm not doing anything the rest of the night. Like, might as well go get a beer or something like that. Well, and another thing that we've done, I think, very well is, yeah, we might not be getting like the most timely hits, but we're able to bring in runners. And, and through productive outs. And that was shown tonight. That was shown last night. We had two sack flies last night. The first inning of today's game, I mean, we had runners on second and third with no outs, and we were able to get both those runners in, um, which is huge. No matter how you do it, it's just get those runners in, and that's all that matters. Yeah, I think the Rays have been very, very productive in a number of ways, and that's definitely benefited. benefited. I wanted to talk about the and and we've talked about a little bit just the the fun factor of this team because i know that at points last season we enjoyed watching games and games for games were fun but in these first five games of the season regardless of the fact that they've won it seems like this team is having so much more fun on the field and as fans i mean it seems like memes are getting generated uh by by the inning it seems like with 
Randy doing his poses and Jose Siri doing his and Pete Fairbanks catching Yanni's home run tonight. It it just seems like everyone is just in a better mood. And I don't know if that is mm-hmm. because of the fact that they're winning or what it is, but it seems like there's definitely just a lot more going on that's creating a lot more positivity and a lot more excitement. Yeah. I think I think people are excited because it's like they just I mean they just a bunch of them just did the WBC a lot of the kind of, kind of a lot of the old guards gone I mean there's still a lot of vets we got obviously a lot of pillars on the team from years past but there's a lot of the old guard gone a lot of new guys we're young I mean we're we're veterans but we're also young at the same time like we've been there but still, still a young team um, in the grand scheme of things. Uh, but it, 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 it's part of like, it's part of that energy. It's part of the WBC energy. It's part, <laughs> it's part of the, uh, well, I don't, I don't know how to respond after that. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I'll fill in for you if you need. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you I, got it. I think it is. I, I mean, I know injury. I know we're only five games into the year, and I know injuries will come, but I think that also plays into a little bit of that happiness factor. It's like last year when you, when it's like seemingly every game somebody got injured, it's, I think it's tough to be happy and yeah. having fun when it's like, well, one, you play with a new group of people almost every day because of injuries. Two, I mean, obviously they're, they're a team. They're, most likely friends it's like oh well i don't want to see my friend go down with an injury so i think that helps too it's like oh we're healthy knock on wood but um we're healthy and i think that plays i think that's i think that is a huge mental positive and when you get injured i think obviously that's a huge negative aspect when it comes to the mental game yeah i think tonight they actually made it like a thing like the they made they made the the win streak at the beginning of the season, a thing like to kind of come back in the ninth inning and score five runs. It's like, all right, now it's a thing. Now we want to do it. You know, you want to see how long we can and, keep this up. And, and like, maybe that energy goes to the next game where we can sweep. And then maybe it can go into a few games in the next series or even the whole thing. You never know. You and, know, they might just catapult themselves off of that energy. For tonight, and it, it probably, it, doesn't matter at all, really. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It, honestly. It, it is cool to say that we're the last undefeated team in the MLB. Yes, like, very true. Like but, I mean, that, yeah. mean, that. That literally means nothing. But it in is the really, speed of things. It doesn't. Exactly. But it is really cool, though. It's like wow, we're yeah. one. We're the best team in the MLB record-wise, which is. But cool. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Though they made like it wasn't really a a point of tension until tonight when it's yep. like, oh, you come back five runs, you know. And that streak is still alive. So it's and they, like, and they did it so quickly too. Like it was, yeah, it was exactly. like I mean, Rayleigh hit boom, a, boom, boom. Yeah, it was incredible. Th- four pitches in the ninth inning, we were down one, and then after four pitches, we were up one. Like it was. I mean, it's it's fun. That was their when you have that momentum going on. Yeah, Finnegan is that guy good at all? Because he did not. I don't know. It's the Nationals, so I wouldn't take anything into account as good just because they're going through a lot right now. He is a 27 ERA. There's a lot. That, so. There's a lot. Well, that's a short sample size. He's not no, going to be a 27 ERA I'm, for the rest of the year. Yeah, I'm, I'm just. I, I will say, uh, on top of that, 
I, I understand that the stuff that we have done on social media, I will say if you guys don't follow us on social media, uh, we just did. I think it's 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 done at this point, but we had a really, really cool uh, 25th season, um, our 25th anniversary giveaway with the Bay Republic, which is a team store. And a lot of people followed us and a lot of people entered that. Um, so that was really, really cool to see. I know that. During yeah, it was the- awesome for, the, for them to. Yeah, that was, I was incredible at that. And, and we're going to be doing more with them. So this is kind of just the first of, of, of hopefully what will be a lot of, um, you know, uh, a fruit, a fruitful partnership down the road uh, with them, which is really cool. But along with that, I know a lot of people are excited because we're going to be teaming up with Fergs to give away tickets over the course of the season. Uh, what my plan is, is to give away two tickets to a Rays home game every month for the rest of the year. So it starts, yeah, in, starts in April, goes the, the season. By the way, uh, what I said earlier about if the game's shorter and you are looking to go get a beer or something, go to Ferg's. Yes. Go to Ferg's. A hundred percent. I mean, I, it's honestly like, and that's not just us, you know, being involved with them. It's just a good place to go. It's, to and it's right next to the stadium. It's right next to the stadium. Like it is the perfect placement. So there's literally a tunnel from first to the state, like, like under the road to the stadium, you know, hopefully, hopefully it's so crowded that there's going to be traffic when you're driving out. So you might as well just pop in and have a beer anyway. So, yeah. Yeah. So I, I know things like that have generated at least a lot of content for us, but on, on top of that, I mean, just, in in interactions that we've had with uh ryan and trisha i know that they've been using a lot of memes it seems like uh the rays are using a lot of things that that the community has created they won't they won't say america's ballpark just straight up they said america's favorite ballpark so uh they're close not fully there yet but they are close. <laughs> so i appreciate it <laughs> no no we're getting there though they're they're getting there they're they're getting the hang of it I don't know. It just, I, I really, I, I guess winning breeds happiness in that sort of way, but it just seems like, and especially with, you know, I'm just going to say it's all the world baseball classic. I'm just going to use it as that because honestly, no one would give two craps of what's going on in a spring training game, but people really cared about what was going on with countries playing each other and Randy going off and uh, Shohei having the tournament of his life and, and things like that. I mean, I think it really helped. Uh, baseball across the board, not just us. Just it just helped. It helped um, everyone get ready. It, it helped. It helped the publicity, and it's like, yeah, it, it just got everybody so ready for like the real baseball season. And once it's finally here, that momentum just carried over. Yeah, and now Randy's still doing it during during the regular season. People are making cakes of him doing that arms cross celebration, which is just incredible awesome. that that is happening. I wish I could have. I mean, I, I don't want to have a cake with my facsimile on it. That would be very, very strange. But uh, um, I mean, do you, you even, do you even eat that or do you just like keep it? Yeah. I feel like you can't eat it. I don't know. <laughs> and then, I mean, like, like, like literally, I mean, Pete catches the home run ball, which was, I mean, it was a great catch. Someone, catch. someone said he almost twisted his ankle, which I completely agree with. He he stepped it; it almost went really bad. If that I was, was like, oh no! If that was an Edwin Diaz situation, oh, that would have been bad. Sucked. But I don't know. It just seems like things are. Um, I guess more people are talking about the Rays, which is good. I understand they're winning, but it just seems like with 
Randy and with Wander, those two especially, things are happening. I know Wander, there was the thing of him ducking in on the Tresha interview, and then we created a thing about that, and then that became something. So it, just stuff like that has been really, really fun to – yep, 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 that's what it is. <laughs> The, the the visual representation uh, of that, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, just I, I, I things like that have really resonated, and it's cool to see that it seems like there's way more engagement about the Rays early on than there was last year. Like, like I yeah. know there, there seems to be a much greater buzz around the team overall. I don't know if that's the same sort of thing that that which, you guys have, which have is seen. weird. Like. It is weird, and like, like I mean, I hate to bring up injuries all the time, but it unfortunately that was a reality last year. But it's weird that a team who had won back-to-back divisional titles, who back-to-back in back-to-back years were the best team in the AL throughout the regular season, and this is the team coming off an embarrassing wild card performance that has the most hype behind it. It's just weird. It's weird how that. I wonder why that is. Yeah, and I mean, you 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 would think that to also be weird because the front office addressed the concerns of the offense and then didn't actually get anyone, and it just seems like they just banked on guys to come back, and now yeah. that's the thing which is good. So yeah, they're they're. I feel like it, I feel like it worked out. You know, I mean, they're, they're right. Maybe it's just like we can wait for these injuries, wait for these guys to come back. We have ball players. We didn't really even get a chance to like use them all last season, and maybe and we found and then we found guys last season at the at the end. So it's like, yeah, maybe they were right. Maybe they just needed to gel a little bit more. We maybe. gotta see it. We gotta see it going through. You know, we gotta see it when it's like a month in when like the grind is really starting. You know, the grind on the season on the yeah, players, yeah. how they're still doing. You especially, know, we'll have to see that. Especially like after we lose a couple games, like the. The uh, emo, uh, not the emotion, but the whatever that word is, the morale is the low. Euphoria. Morale is low. Like it is, it's obviously a small sample size, but I mean, maybe Luke Rayleigh and Josh Lowe, like we were always complaining about, we needed a big lefty bat. Maybe those are those guys. And it's, it, it is too early to tell, but it certainly looks like it so far. I think it's fun. I, I just think that the Rays are putting themselves in a really good position, especially in terms of getting more exposure because they have guys that are a playing well, but B also showing emotion on the field. Like Randy is 10 times more of a marketable player now than he was last year because of what he's done. And Siri doing what he's doing is, is the exact same thing. Wander being, being himself and, and um, still having, you know, a lot of youthful tendencies to him, considering that he's only 21, 22 years old. Um, you know, these guys are showing off their personalities and it seems like they're embracing the situation and they're not afraid to just wholeheartedly be themselves. And I think that that's done wonders. And I also think that um, – I think there's a lot of Rays fans that were skeptical and they're now surprised. And it's like, it's like a welcome surprise. It's like, we didn't expect this to happen, but now that it's happening, we're like, Oh, this is cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, I I don't want to talk like there are players who 
like I'm still I like Lau's hitting his first home run tomorrow. I it's I mean he he squared up the ball really well. <laughs> I was thinking about Lau. He like... he hit he hit the ball really well tonight. It was just right yeah. at the right fielder twice. I don't know what more he needs to do. He's like he's like twelve miles away from his alma mater. Come on, just channel he's, channel. He's the he's close. He hit the ball well tonight. I will say that. And then I mean he's a catcher, so I'm not expecting that much. But Bethancourt hasn't looked great yet. Um, he hasn't really done anything, but that doesn't matter. We we're five and zero. Who cares? Yeah, it's it's fun. This is like a fun time right now, and we're seeing a lot of good things happening all at once. And like we've actually yeah. never had an episode like this where we're so positive about the. Yeah. it's actually crazy. I mean, this is literally the best start that the Rays have ever had. <laughs> We used to sound like a broken record just talking about the bats all the time. It's like, oh, the pitching is good, the bats. Now the script is flipped. I mean, the that's script. that's but for right now. It's it's flipped. It's not even flipped really. That where like the pitching's bad or something. The pitching's good as it always is. I mean, even it might be even a little better with these first four starts minus that, one. That's the that's the that's always been what the Rays have been like though. They've always. Exactly. The solid pitching and then the offense has been. And I mean, 2021, I would say, is different. Their offense was really, really good that year. Um, yeah. Their pitching was not that great. Just McClanahan was a rookie, or not, he technically was a rookie in 2020, but it was his first full season. So, yeah. Um, and I mean, Glass now had Tommy John that year. So, but yeah, I mean, this is a very, very exciting lineup. Um, which is it's it's just so weird because it's the same exact lineup as last year and but it's they incredible. just are healthy right it's, now. <laughs> it's it's in it's it's just incredible how five games through like I was like wow this offense has seemed to completely turn a new leaf because like we had these guys up last year like Luke Rayleigh, Josh Lowe, I mean Taylor Walls he hasn't done anything for he had a whole season and he didn't really do anything but those two guys they didn't do much last year but man. It's scary if they're able to produce like that. And if Yanni's hitting home runs. Also, yeah. uh, it is scary. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. When was the second time that the raise the roof thing happened, Gibby? Uh, did it? I don't know. It was like one other time before where, where someone said raise the roof. <laughs> it happens all the time in games, though. I'm Like, my girlfriend's always like, oh, look. It's your, it's your thing. It's your, like, we demand like, royalties. We demand royalty. Yeah. They'll, they'll come knocking on our door for the our hell, royalties. The hell is this We're shit? called Raise the Roof. We're not a charity here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, I, I just saw Luke Rayleigh do the uh, the uh, arms cross celebration in center field after they won. That He is the most awkward man to be doing he, that. He, he, so uh, <laughs> I love his face. He, he is his Twitter. A, he is I robot. love it. But Twitter's he, going so hard on him. He, he literally took all his anger out after like scrolling Twitter, just like seeing his face every five fucking scrolls. He's fucking, I'm going to hit two fucking home runs today. Fuck but all of you, honestly. He, he is such a robot, but who cares? If he hits home yeah. runs. <laughs> You can be the biggest robot ever. I don't care at all. Honestly, when a white guy does like the arms crossing, it looks like just like a sitcom kind of like dad or something. <laughs> just like, like that looks, is a very looks, accurate statement. It, it looks so much cheesier than what Randy. It does. just looks so much cheesier. And also, like they're hitting home runs, which they didn't do last year. <laughs> so like, we're all like astonished by that because 
Yeah, it was just a lot of blown balls. It is kind of sad how just bomb, like bamboozled would be our when we actually score runs. We're like, we don't, we just don't know how to act. Hey, uh, hey, it's yeah. a, it, hey, it's a nice thing. It's a, it, I, I mean, it's, I don't know. <laughs> scoring like, I can't runs, even say anything, honestly. Scoring runs and winning baseball games is really fun. They should think about doing this like every day. <laughs> it is. I'm so glad we didn't make a video right after uh, the the Detroit series, though, because I would have been so mad at Luke Rayleigh. Honestly, he'd been like striking out like every <laughs> every at bat, or like flying out, and then he really put it together in this national series. So I really have nothing to say about him anymore. It seems like, uh, yeah. There's a lot of good things all happening at once, which is a lot of fun for us, and hopefully that will continue. And there will be losses like that. That's kind of a definite. No one's gone one sixty-two and zero yet. So. One sixty-two and zero. Let's fucking go. <laughs> so by Wait, the fall, there will be what? what? I wonder what the major league record is for for undefeated. For, like, yeah, how for how long? It was like the Braves. They went like thirteen and zero to start the year. Yeah. And then I don't even know if they made the playoffs. So, Uh-oh. all right, we can lose. Oh, soon, then. Shit. Yeah, yeah, let's lose before that. <laughs> okay, we can. Yeah, I do know that was a thing. They went. I'm pretty sure they went 13 or 14 and 0 to start the season. If I'm not mistaken, it was 13 and 0. Uh, but yeah, I mean, see. hey, the more that they win, the more exciting it is for us. I will say that. Yeah, yeah both. They're um the Brewers, the 87 Brewers and the 82 Braves, 13 game winning streak. And I don't know if either of those teams made. The and the Brewers did not make the playoffs. I don't know if the Braves did. The Braves might have. The Braves lost in the NLCS. Okay, fifty percent chance. Let's see a five. Let's see five games is tied. Oh wait, it only goes up to six. So probably oh, tied okay, like we're not even there yet. There's a lot of one World Series on this list though. So. Like a lot of missed playoffs, though, so we can we can think about losing. Yeah, it could go maybe. both ways. Yeah, but the Rays do have a series to finish off. They will be playing the Nationals uh, tomorrow, right? And then they'll have an off day on Thursday. One oh five tomorrow. Yep. 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 So the Rays will be playing the Nationals tomorrow. So stay tuned for that. And uh, once that off day comes, then we got more baseball coming for the weekend. So uh, a lot of what's lot the, wait, of what's the next series? Oakland. Uh, yeah, the schedule is kind of a joke to start off the year. Yeah, but hey, like a, like I said earlier, the Tigers are two and zero against the, in in Houston too. So yeah, it's true. Oakland at home for a three game set, and then Boston for a four game set at home. So once the Rays finish off this weird three game series in in DC, then they'll go back to the trot for a seven game um, homestand. Let's before. Go. Yeah, what's up with the what's up with the interleague? This like the Twins are playing the Marlins. No, I know, but I know, but it, it, I feel like it doesn't happen this early, and we're not the only like the Twins That's are playing. What happens when every team plays every team? Balance schedule is just they just throw everything out the window. It's it's just weird. It's we like Twins are playing the Marlins, Phillies are playing the Yankees, Pirates are playing the Red Sox. I love it. It's it's just it's just yeah, it's great. It's yeah, the Phillies have played two interleague teams to begin the season, and the Rays are have already played an interleague team in their first two series. Yeah, it's it's just different. But, I love. Yeah, it. I think it's totally. great. I am I am all for the balanced schedule because it means that more people can see their favorite team close to them, and there's a much greater chance of that. So I and we don't have 
to play so many, and we don't have to play so many games against a loaded AL East too. That is so. also true. That definitely helps out. And um, both centrals can get absolutely exposed for how bad they are. Yes. <laughs> so a lot of good things happening, but I think with that, that's going to conclude this latest episode of Raise the Roof. Thank you guys so much for your continued support. We hit 5,000 followers on Twitter, which is yeah. absolutely incredible that, that we hit that milestone to think where we were a couple of years ago to where we are now. Uh, we also just hit 600 followers on Instagram. I know not as big, but we're trying to build up our Instagram more. So definitely Huge. make sure to follow us there. And we're going to try to build up uh, our our arsenal of social content and other things like that as the year uh, goes on. So stay tuned. But definitely. Wait, are we going to turn this into a video? What? Are we going to turn this into a video? We might. I don't know for right now, but we have to figure that out. Uh yeah. But definitely, at least for the interim, make sure to follow us on Twitter and on Instagram, both at Raise the Roof TV. Uh, and these podcasts continue to support them and subscribe and leave us a review as you guys have done previously. Please, especially leave the review. Leave something real funny, goofy about it about our podcast. Anything. You can roast me. You can roast me for my dumb takes sometimes. I get it all the time. So <laughs> that's what we're it's here. All right, you can take it. Yeah. But with that being said, thanks so much for listening. And as always, raise up. Thanks. Raise up, baby. Thanks for the 5K and raise up, baby.